Welcome to the Bootstrap Founder. My name is Avid Kahl and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship and building in public. Today, I will talk about self-censorship on Twitter. Oh, will I talk about it? I don't know. Nah, just kidding. If you're using Twitter professional and not just as a destination for every random thought that you have, you probably will have wondered, should I say this? Well, that's often quite hard to determine and that's what we'll dive into today. First, let me thank the sponsor of today's episode. One thing that always confused me in my own businesses, and it still does running businesses to this day, is dealing with financials. I love writing, I love coding, but put me in front of this spreadsheet with all these CSV files from my bank and stuff, and I'll just get very confused. It's not for me. Fortunately, it doesn't have to be for you either. Somebody's going to help you with that, and that's Pinto Financial. They streamline your bookkeeping, your forecasting, and cash flow, but they don't even stop there. They take it to the next level by providing custom video-based monthly reports. So you always know where you stand. Think of them as your financial lifeline, guiding you through the choppy waters of business financial management. So if you're ready to navigate these waters with confidence, visit usepinto.com learn to learn more about how Pinto Financial can help you build your business profitably. That's usepinto.com learn. And now let's get to our main topic today. In my Twitter teardowns that I've been doing over the last few weeks, I've noted a lot of budding audience builders struggling with what to talk about and what not to say. Some of them are experiencing problems. Some of them are experimenting. There's a lot there. And it makes sense. We're afraid to be labeled as one thing or another. Twitter is widely regarded as a divisive and vitriolic platform where people just constantly fight about politics and social issues and religion. And through these divisions, people identify with one category or another. Conservative, liberal, crypto supplicant or crypto skeptic. So many categories. Many founders and creators who want to build a Twitter audience are afraid to be thrown into any such category. Once you're in one, you can't be in the other. And from my conversations with my teardown clients, they are equally fearful of silencing an essential human part of their own personality because they intend not to stand out. They don't talk about certain things because they don't want to stand out. I don't think that I have a definitive answer on how to tackle this communicative dissonance problem, but I think it's a problem worth exploring. And because I don't want to even suggest that this might be advice, I'll talk about my own experiences with the subject here today. For someone with now over 100,000 Twitter followers, this is a surprisingly omnipresent problem. I struggle with this all the time. And let's start with the obvious here. Why I sometimes may censor myself. I don't want to evoke the ire of the internet. People have way too much time to spend just being outraged about all kinds of things on the web. I'd rather have them yell at someone else than me. And that kind of constantly encourages me to stay in my lane by the fear of being exposed to a shitstorm. I don't want to be in there. And obviously I have opinions. And often I really want to share them, but I also know that people are just waiting for this moment. Some people, not all, but some people, they're ready to pounce. And that's something I'm not going to encourage actively. And it is a dilemma. I want to be this unique and well-defined, fully human contributor to my community. I want to be seen and understood as a teacher in our space with a particular perspective. And I will fight for bootstrappers and independent creators any day over stuff like VC funded or big corporate. And there's enough privilege and inequality in entrepreneurship alone for me to take fights there. 
and, and that's why I don't talk about other things. And that's what I keep telling myself. I keep to the more general stuff to myself. I don't want to stand out from the safe confines of our mostly apolitical community. And that's a pretty common thing among my peers. Removing any noticeable edge makes us more agreeable. We, we still enjoy controversial opinions in our field of expertise, but we hold back on our general views. Why invite friction that has nothing to do with, with the things that we know anything about? Well, is this authentic though? And, well, man, authenticity. The more I think about this concept, and it's a pretty prevalent one, everybody talks about being authentic, the more it evades me. Like, authenticity is something internal that remains inaccessible to anybody else, even when it's present. I can't know if someone is authentic, because I would need to read their minds. Without being able to read someone's mind, all I can do is trust someone that they are authentic. But that's just trust, right? That's authenticity. As humans, being able to determine trustworthiness is a substantial survival factor. And I think I do this by looking for behavior markers in people. When I see inconsistent messaging, an alarm bell goes off in my mind. I regularly check people's affiliation with known entities that I have preformed opinions about, and I quickly take notes about it when I have any scheduled interaction with somebody, like podcast guests or Twitter celebrities come to mind. If they do weird stuff, I take notes. And when I see people regularly take actions with suggestive power, things like that suggest self-interest or deception or fraud, I get very nervous and quickly stop interacting with people. One thing is for sure, particularly in the, in the hacker community, we have developed sensors for being sold to, stuff like this, right? For being transacted with. We can spot transactional exchanges from a mile away. And I think Reddit is a classic example of these kind of communities. It's a community that has gotten so good at spotting self-promotional contributions that it's now built into their default sense of self-governments to forbid all marketing whatsoever on the platform. Even administrators on Reddit have been dethroned for peddling their wares. It creates a safe space for exchange without community members having to fear being sold to. At least that's what they claim. But that comes from a very negative perspective on marketing. Maybe being sold to would be the perfect thing for some people in there provided that it came from an honest place of offering something valuable. You know, like most of us indie hackers build things not to scam people, like we want to build something meaningful. And perhaps not everyone talking about their work is a cheesy marketer, because I don't consider myself one, yet I'm treated as one sometimes. We have a hard time seeing genuine authentic interactions without mapping our predefined categories onto the people that are taking them, and then we start assigning collective attributes to them from the start. It's unsurprising that the discourse in the media that we consume often is more about what divides us than unites us, and that colors the way we interact with people. Categories, they make things easier. Easier to filter out, easier to oppose, and for the worst, really, easier to restrict ourselves. The Romans have this wonderful phrase for things that concern everyone in Latin. It's called res publica, the things that are of public concern. This phrase gave us the word republic, the Greeks have an equally important word, polis, the city. We got politics from that, things concerning the city, our society. That makes almost everything that concerns our lives political or about the republic. And it also means that anything political likely impacts our lives. It used to be commonplace for political discourse to be an entertaining way to spend the night with friends. And I'm not so sure about that now. Probably wouldn't want to start like a deep political conversation with my peers, particularly not on Twitter. 
We're getting very good at pushing our personal opinion into the realm of res privata, the private domain. It's a safety mechanism. We can't create friction when there's nothing to rub up against. So we don't talk about it, but public concerns affect us all in many direct and indirect ways. We should talk about them more. I should talk about them more. And it's right here where I find myself incredibly torn from one side to the other. I'd love to share my views on things like immigration, being an immigrant myself, or financial regulation in Silicon Valley, or social policy all over the world, but I don't want to dilute my audience's already limited attention for my work. I don't want people to come to me for founder insights to then put me into a category of opposition just because my political view doesn't match theirs. This is why I severely limit controversial topics outside my field of expertise on Twitter. And I know that this kind of restricts of what I can present to people on Twitter, that kind of restricts of what I am to somebody, but I feel I'm using Twitter professionally. It's a tool for me to communicate what I know professionally, what I can give people professionally, and my other parts of me as a holistic human being I don't find space in there. I don't think it's the right platform for this, but that is just my personal opinion, which I said, right? None of this is advice. It's just really me trying to grapple with this, trying to deal with this whole situation, sometimes not talking about the things that I'm interested in. And in my conversations with founders and creators over the last couple of weeks, I've met some who are saying, no, I'm going to say these things. I believe that my platform is important for me to carry these messages out, even though they might alienate other people. And I would love to know how you deal with this. Where do you draw the line? Have you ever regretted sharing too many of your personal opinions? Or do you think you are undersharing? I'm sure it's a struggle that we all have, right? And it gets harder the more people keep an eye on what you say or do. So please let me know. You'll find me on Twitter where I will quite likely only be talking about entrepreneurship and not much more. But please just reach out and, and share this with me. I'm really struggling with this. I would like to hear your opinion. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Bootstrap Founder. You can find me on Twitter at Avid Kahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L, and you'll find my books and my Twitter course there as well. If you want to support me and this show, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, get the podcast in your podcast player of choice, and leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Any of this will help the show. So thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.